Welcome to a special Zelda Month episode of the Switch Clicks Podcast. Zelda Month has returned. During the entire month of November, we are celebrating the Legend of Zelda series with five special podcast episodes featuring interviews from some of the greatest online creators. Additionally, we will be showcasing four play-by-tier episodes reviewing various Zelda games. Three of them are already out, and we will be bringing back Triforce Trivia later this month. Check out the episode description for more information. My name is Dakota, and today I'm joined by, you guessed it, Nathan! Hello, hello. Tonight, we're joined by David Geisler, the producer and often host of Another Zelda podcast. This episode, we are continuing our discussion of our top 10 Zelda trailers. The first four spots of the top 10 are available on Another Zelda podcast. Thank you for coming to the show. Hi there. Thank you so much for having me. This is a real treat. I love this kind of weird experiment we're doing here where, yeah, you're right. We did the we did the first two. We're building a top 10 list. We did the first two on my show, Another Zelda podcast. Now here we are on the Switch Clicks show doing three, what, three, two, and one, I guess the top three of, of, of each of us to create a top 10. I'm just really excited to be here and I'm really happy to be participating in your month of Zelda. It's, it's an absolute pl- pleasure. Thank you for the invite. Well, we might as well get started. Um, what was your number three in the in the first half of this episode in the previous part of this list over on another Zelda podcast we were speaking a little bit i think i think your five was the ocarina of time 3d remake trailer and we discussed that a little bit over there and i hinted i said hey 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 I've got something that's connected to that uh, a little later in the list. And actually, I think it's kind of serendipitous that here it is now literally crossing from one show into, into this show. Um, but the, the, the third item on my list, previously I had Link's Awakening trailer for Switch. And then my number four was Tears of the Kingdom uh, trailer. Well, the first Tears of the Kingdom, which technically was that one back in 2019 that was really just for the sequel of Breath of the Wild. But I digress. My pick for number three is, is, is I'm calling it Zelda 64. Now, I'm not even calling it Ocarina of Time. I'm speaking to the Zelda 64 reveal trailer in, in, in question mark at Space World in 1995. Now, this is kind of at a time in video game history where trailers as we know them today didn't exist. But I wanted to k- keep this in my list because it definitely wasn't a commercial. It definitely wasn't a promo. There was kind of this demo reel that was playing at Space World that showed a bunch of Nintendo 64 games on their on their tube televisions back then just kind of up on stands at these at these booths and for about 12 to 15 seconds which was more than what some other games got uh, uh, recognition for for about 12 or 15 seconds there was a three-dimensional model of a link that jumped down and started sword fighting a metal knight and at the time the game was being referred to as Zelda 64 and so I wanted to include it on my list here, and I do think it still fits the criteria of trailer, you know, slightly altered for the context of the time that it was released, but uh, it was so special. And, and back then, I mean, YouTube didn't even exist back then. So a lot of us, we were reading about this and just looking at like weird photographs in magazines that that reporters took of the televisions trying to capture these images of Link fighting this night. And so I remember being in Oh, I think I was in high school when this when this Space World thing happened. And we would be, we weren't really on the playground. You don't have playgrounds in high school, but we were talking to each other in between class. We were talking to each other in the lunchroom saying, Did you see the 3D Zelda? Did you, did you see what Zelda 64 is going to look like? It looks so real. It looks so amazing. The night is actually <laughs> reflecting light. I don't think it's ever going to get better than this. We've made it. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the talk of the town. 
this this it was and even though there was a lot of talk about super mario 64 at that space world every single magazine article back then uh would would they couldn't help it they'd end up gushing about zelda the zelda 64 trailer now you actually can find those 15 seconds on youtube pretty easily these days i'm wondering if either Nathan, I'm going to guess you probably have at least like done the archives here and found this, but have either of you seen this little battle with Link and the Knight? Yeah, um, I actually just found it on uh, the Zelda Dungeon YouTube channel. <laughs> if you're watching it right now, that was that was that that blew our minds. We were ready for Zelda. In hindsight, it's a pretty simple animation, but I can totally see how it could blow some people's minds, especially if you're only looking at certain almost not screenshots, but pictures of the video in a magazine so and this was also at a time in gaming where if you asked someone how do you play a game in 3d most people didn't have that answer yet it just that that type of stuff z targeting which came out in ocarina of time or um c camera controls which came out in super mario 64 that kind of stuff that that language of gaming didn't even exist yet so for us to like we would watch we watched this battle with link and the knight and we would think, how? How can you play something so real? Anyways, it was it was tremendously special. But it's only three on my list because I actually have two others that moved me more emotionally than that. Yeah, looking back at this trailer, uh, I personally haven't seen this one. This is actually my first time seeing it. Uh, I, although I do have a friend who is incredibly obsessed with um, any sort of beta element or unreleased Ocarina of Time thing i i will ask him about it and he will probably give me a 30 minute essay over this <laughs> we did do a zelda 64 episode back in i think season three for another zelda podcast and it was mm -hmm. kind of the making of ocarina i did a little bit of a deep dive and there were mm -hmm. technically two more for, for two more years 3d zelda zelda 64 continued to appear at space world because it took yep. them you know a couple years to make it and so that final ish trailer that was made probably is, is closer to the one that we were referencing with your number five pick nathan yes. and dakota but nevertheless um this was the beginning of it and there's 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 a lot of stuff online there's actually kind of like three or four different iterations of what eventually became ocarina of time as they were you can you can study screenshots and see how the c buttons were doing different things it's all very fascinating but anyway i'll uh, i'll stop gushing there and just just say that that's why it's number three <laughs> okay so your choice your your previous choice um earlier on was for the so-called tears of the kingdom trailer or sequel to breath of the wild from 2019 yeah yeah that first one yeah our third place is the one from 2021 um Ooh. This, this was the this was the one that revealed that this game was going to be taking place in the skies and it opens off with you know the usual darkness uh ganondorf like well i guess allegedly ganondorf is causing all sorts of chaos against link yeah. and zelda zelda falls into the crevice and boom darkness suddenly we open up to this big massive world with link skydiving and there's a bunch of floating islands everywhere and holy crap the music was blasting all over the place and it was insane um i remember my initial reaction to this um once again it's like the 2019 trailer we really didn't know what to expect this was completely new information uh the, the theory community has definitely ex exploded from this point <laughs> on <laughs> like oh my gosh floating island skyward sword oh my gosh um well and if i may real quick like it wasn't an accident it, it didn't feel like an accident that this trailer came out very 
shortly after the Skyward Sword HD release. Like it was, uh, th- th- it was ob- Nintendo was obviously referencing that, right? I mean, there was <laughs> something going on there. It was not a coincidence to have a a game like they ask you to play this game based on the sky, and then suddenly, boom, we're here in the skies again. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, even though this trailer didn't hype us up as much as the 2019 trailer, um, I would say that. I would say the music behind the trailer really gave me chills, um, particularly like uh, like right at the beginning. It kind of felt like they were trying to reference back to the Breath of the Wild theme, or at least the end part of it. And it was just an overall crazy experience because we were just sitting through this Nintendo Direct and you know, we saw Skyward Sword, we saw a bit of Age of Calamity, you know, the, the typical Zelda stuff. And then we we didn't, we were kind of expecting to see uh breath of the wild 2 at that point but we didn't know what to expect we were i was thinking like maybe we're just gonna see more underground stuff you know just just breath of the wild but you're you're going on a spelunker journey or something like that but this presents so much new information that i don't think any of us were expecting at all yeah that's a really good point nathan that like up to this point all information we had was that basically you were underground and then all of a sudden we were the opposite of underground exactly and I assume in a few months, once the game should come out, hopefully they don't delay it again, um, we'll look back on these episodes and say, hey, yeah, we were wrong about a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, you know, this trailer was the first time, I think it was the first time we kind of saw the alternately dressed Link, or at least we got, yes. no, I think he did show up. He did show up just before in the other one, but maybe not. Now I'm getting confused. Now they're getting all blurry for me. But yes, that was like, it really changed things. It was like, why is there a Link with a, a bunch of blonde hair? Why does he have a weird green tunic? What happened to his arm? Oh my gosh. And we kind of, we kind of, kind of, kind of saw what happened to his arm in that first trailer because he kind of got attacked. Yeah. And so some of the stuff did connect. It wasn't just like, oh, yeah. we've done a to- total 180. It was, it was intriguing. This trailer was really exciting because it was, it was the stuff we had previously seen, but more. Yeah, mm-hmm. it answered a lot of questions, but it questioned uh, infinitely more, <laughs> which what a, tra- what a trailer should do. And I guess, suppose not really a delay announcements, which, um, I know we mentioned this in the uh, in the first half of this episode. Uh, you mentioned about how um, there was the Breath of the Wild two delay or something, um, and for a five second shot, uh, they basically they basically reshowed all of the same cutscenes from this specific trailer. But then they added five seconds onto it and showed Link taking out that mask, the broken master sword, and holding it in front of him. And That's that, right. in and out of itself. Uh, connected back so much to this trailer specifically and it also like brought on a million more questions like why like what's going to happen to the master sword at this point um but yeah i'm getting off topic here uh basically i think this trailer left a bit of a standard on on me and uh i i gotta be honest with you here it's it's a bit of a spoiler alert but the last trailer for Tears of the Kingdom, you know, the one with the uh, title reveal. Right. That one didn't really impress me that much. I got to be honest with you there. Um, I think I think it wasn't as it wasn't as it just kind of confirmed the awesomeness of the one that you're speaking to right now. Exactly. It's it just didn't really it wasn't really as informative. Um, I don't think the music was as aggressive, like it wasn't as uh, emotional or dramatic. Um, I think this specific 2021 trailer just really struck me. Uh, my number two 
is actually kind of in a similar emotional state as what we were just talking about. But my number two is the very first Breath of the Wild trailer. The one with open your eyes. Oh, oh, like the 2016 one? Or yeah, that, this- that first one where we didn't even know the the open your eyes and then the walking out da 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 like <laughs> that that was and I think also for a while actually come to think of it if I'm I'm remembering the trailer even better it was very quiet for the first thirty seconds it was kind of just shots of the wilderness you didn't even see a monster until twenty shots into the trailer it was just kind of showing the nature of this game and I mean that in I mean that word in both ways. Um, it was literally just like shots of nature. What, you know, a deer would run by, and, and I remember kind of watching this trailer and thinking, because you know, here's the thing: Skyward Sword. It, it was fun. I actually enjoyed playing the HD uh, remake of it. But yeah. th- I think in a lot of ways, Zelda was starting to get stuck in a rut a little bit, and um, I, I was less excited about Skyward Sword than I than I thought I would be uh, b- before it came out, even and. To to just completely reset the palette like this trailer did for me at least the Zelda palette and and it and everything that I think I love about Zelda is being a character being in the wilderness being in control of my adventure having those journeys that was starting to be implied in even just the first 20, 30 seconds of this trailer. And I remember really, wait, I remember showing this trailer to, pe- to people who didn't even like Zelda. And I was just like, look at this. Look at what's happening. This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I would like, I would show it to people who didn't even play video games. I was just like, look at how beautiful this is. Okay. But um, uh, it was tremendously impactful for me. And then the, you know, the music is just, you still get the disparate piano notes. I didn't realize how broken up the piano was going to be until that first day I played Breath of the Wild. And I actually love the broken piano music in Breath of the Wild. For me, it totally works. But um, it starts to just kind of pepper in, in the trailer. Then we finally, in the second half of the trailer, we do ramp up to some gameplay. There's a little bit of combat. We start to see what the moblins are going to look like. We're starting, we're starting to get a sense of the art style. And boy, I don't even know if there's really like... Ze- oh, wait a second. Wait a second. I'm not, you know what? There was kind of that, oh boy, this is a little embarrassing. Yeah, the trailer, because there was technically that other trailer that showed the Guardian chasing Link that was all pre rendered oh, or whatever. Yes, remember that? 2014. Thing? Yes, uh, this was at 2014. I'm, I think E3. I forgot what. Oh, yeah, yes, this I was am, the year Nintendo skipped E3. I'm not yeah. referring to that trailer, but I think actually that technically might have been the first taste. You know what I mean? Yes, that was the first trailer for Breath of the Wild. I guess um, I guess I mean the first trailer that really showed full gameplay and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Oh boy, wow! I almost totally forgot about that that first kind of cinematic one. I was so confused. That was very cool that. too. It was really cool, yeah. but we didn't know what to expect. Again, like this was completely new territory. Like, it, who who is the guy shooting arrows? Is that Link or is that Zelda? It's true. It's true. <laughs> people were people were wondering because of the art style and everything and those choices. But I guess, yeah, I, I, oh boy, wow, that was kind of weird. I almost forgot about that one. But I'm, I guess I'm thinking about the first like proper uh, trailer yeah. that wasn't a bit of a yeah. teaser. Because if we want to get nuts, if we want to get nuts, we could even honorable mention the technically the demo reel for these Wii U Zelda, which happened in 2011, which oh is one my of my God. honorable mentions, which is the one where Link was <laughs> fighting the big spider. Remember that? Yep. The Twilight Princess style trailer. But it technically, super, technically, super realistic. that's like. 
it looks super realistic and technically that was the roots of what eventually turned into i mean it was a demo it was just a demo and actually yeah. actually i was going to say this to the end of the episode but i'll just say it now since we're kind of on it nintendo has this weird history of showing a zelda demo early oh, in its system launch that has that has nothing to do with um like what the eventual zelda game will look like and i think it's by yeah. accident but i think it happens at least three times and we've actually talked about one of them already the first time it ever happened was zelda 64 the one that we talked about at the beginning of this episode <laughs> like that link model doesn't look anything like the final link model there's nothing in there that has any ocarina dna in it and then of course the famous gamecube oh, one that was kind of like realistically rendered it was a GameCube demo reel, and then of course Wind Waker came out of that. And then, last but not least, <laughs> I feel like this—I feel like this Wii U Zelda that we saw that was Twilight Princess style—that then eventually came to be Breath of the Wild. A um, little bit of a history there. Sometimes you can't trust those first <laughs> those first little demo reels from Nintendo when it comes to Zelda. I think that's—I think that's a really good lesson learned. Just never trust any tech demos. If you see Zelda in a tech demo, it's not a game. <laughs> yeah, it's, right. Exactly. It's basically you're right. It's a tech demo. It's what you want to be a game, but it's unfortunately not the case. And I believe this was this was the year that uh, Nintendo kind of almost put all their chips in because I believe E3 2016 was the year that we knew about the NX. It wasn't the Switch at that point, um, right? And that was Breath of the Wild was like the only game they brought to E3, and maybe they, they, Pokemon, but yeah, they basically brought the world of Breath of the Wild to their booth. It was nuts. I'm sure you, you guys have seen photos of it. I, one of our yeah. blog writers, Shane, um, Shane Kelly, he actually was at the event. So he, he'll tell oh. you, he'll tell you stories oh for gosh, hours. I'm so jealous. <laughs> yeah, I know, he has pictures. He has pictures of the actual like fake cooking uh, food yeah. and link and the whole thing and the guardians, all of it. He happened to be at E3 that year for it. When, and, and so that was super cool. But yes, you're absolutely right. They were all in. I think Nintendo was said like the NX was going to be an operating system. They didn't really want to f- show all their cards yet. But mm-hmm. anyways, I feel like I feel like I've made my point about this trailer, and maybe I'm getting a little long winded here. So um, I, I, I guess let's uh, let's move on. Actually, I don't think we need to move on because our second place is the same trailer. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, pardon me. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Well, what are your guys' thoughts on it? I mean, we've talked a little bit, but what are your, some of your thoughts? I'll let so, the coder take this. <laughs> so I, I really like um, the art of editing a trailer. And this is probably, mm. it's not the best trailer, but it's one of the strongest trailers I've ever seen. First of all, they start off with the open your eyes line, which is now an iconic part of Breath of the Wild. And I assume they'll reference it in the next game, but... It's iconic. Um, it's iconic. I agree. It also reveals that there's, <laughs> at, at a, a certain point, of voice acting in this new game. Mm-hmm. So, and that was, I'm pretty sure, brand new to, to Zelda, that was, right? That was it 100% was. Yes. Yeah. Very first time. And then Nintendo did this choice you just mentioned earlier that, oh yeah, the first half of this trailer is purely landscape shots. There's a I few of right. them with, with uh, Link doing some actions but 90 percent of it is landscape shots um and then about two minutes in they they swell up the music to uh to a shot of link on top of one of the towers and uh calamity ganon surrounding uh the castle and they just do like a back and forth shot to like a yeah sound yeah (laughs) holy moly i love when trailers do that it's probably one of my favorite things when they just go silent for a few seconds and then they just basically punch you in the face with, <laughs> with some music. 
um, that even continues into um, action scenes, which both give you an idea of the world that you're about to explore with uh, and the different game mechanics that you're gonna about to, you're gonna play with. Um, it's one of the most perfect trailers I've ever seen. I mean, I, I agree. You're preaching to the choir. I agree. Completely. I think, I think that first half of that trailer is almost flawless. You know, it's almost, it, it's, it's so good that by the time they start showing some of the combat, you're kind of like, Oh yeah, that's right. It's a video game trailer. Like it's so good in the beginning. You're, you're already, you're already in the motions there. It's all, you're already freaking out over this game. Somehow they put so much content. Like I, I don't, Tech, I don't actually remember the marketing behind this game or how what the hype was for um, Zelda theorists. I wasn't really paying attention at that time, but I have to imagine that people were freaking out over each and every frame, right? You know, we started we started another Zelda podcast the year that Breath of the Wild came out. It was a total coincidence. My co-host and I had loved Zelda for a long time, but we weren't as ingrained or integrated into the fandom or, or taking in the fandom as much as we obviously are these days. So I don't remember a lot of people talking about Breath of the Wild, but it, I think it's just because I wasn't hanging in the circles at the time. And also mm-hmm. coming off of Skyward, people were excited about it, but it was like coming off of Skyward Sword, I think it was, we, we needed to be, it, we need, it needed to prove itself to us, I guess you could say. We need to actually see it, basically. Yeah. And I think this was also the time, like, we still didn't know the Nintendo Switch existed, but we knew something was coming up. So all that, would ass- we would assume that it would run on the Wii U, which is kind of crazy if you think about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, that first, that f- I think, okay, we were talking a few minutes ago about the first yep. kind of cinematic trailer. Didn't they, after that trailer, cut to five or ten minutes of IG Numa and Miyamoto kind of playing around with uh, the game on a Wii? We you pad isn't that right? Am I remembering this correctly? Yeah. Or was that a with separate the TV behind them? Yes, with the TV. Yeah, to the, the TV. Left. Right. Um, mm-hmm. This was in 2015. I forget if it was the Game Awards or if it was E3. So we totally expected it to be a Wii U game. And, and honestly, the yeah. truth is, I I actually didn't get a Switch right away. I I very much have played and beaten Breath of the Wild on my Wii U happily. Oh, same, same oh, here. Wow. Yeah. Rare few. <laughs> well, I know because then some people were saying, like, isn't it crazy that a Wii U game got game of the year <laughs> back in whatever 2017 yeah. or whatever? And like technically, yeah. the title. technically, technically true. Technically. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm curious, you might have I have just have this gut feeling that you might have the same first place as yeah. This. It could be very much the same one. Guys, we are like, so we had, yeah, our, we, our, our fours, our fives, and our threes, our three fours and fives were, were really a different. bit different, but they were kind of like in the same spirit. I really appreciate it. I feel like the three of us are, are coming like cohesive Zelda nerd fans here because I honestly think <laughs> our first might be the same as well. May I say what my first is? You go ahead. The stage is yours. Drum roll, please. <laughs> my so you know we were kind of talking about the i don't want to i don't want to like beef this up too much but i do want to introduce it a little bit especially because i suspect we're all talking about the same thing you know we one of the things that we've kind of accidentally explored in this episode and then the first half of this episode over on another zelda podcast is kind of the evolution of the trailer or or how trailers are even delivered anyway you know it was like hmm. space world demo reels then it was e3s and these days it's just live streams you know it's it's yeah. it, it's moved with the medium as it's needed to and i think the trailers have changed a little bit as well um what do we have i know it's been many years but we basically have three or four breath uh, uh tears of the kingdom trailers at this point back in the day sometimes you just get a trailer for a game and i'm thinking about a single trailer right now 
Um, maybe I dropped the seeds like this. Back in 2004 at E3. Doesn't this, look like it's matching up, actually. <laughs> this isn't pinging for you guys? I mean, the well, words that are coming happens. out of your mouth, I completely agree with our pick, but go ahead. <laughs> All right. There oh, was, uh, unless I have oh. my date super wrong, unless I have my date super e- wrong, for me, E3 this 2004? came... 2004. This trailer came out at a time when um, video game uh, presentations, uh, keynotes, whatever you want to call them, were very important and very part of our culture. Um, And also those keynotes, I'll call them, being streamed out and being recorded and streamed out. So the visual uh, presentation of these trailer of these uh, experiences was also very important in our culture so in other words unlike zelda 64 it's not just it's not just a bunch of tech dudes taking pictures and like these days everybody can stream the trailer within the first second back then it was kind of in this middle ground where there was this event where hundreds of reporters would go to a stage and they'd watch a thing on a screen and they'd get excited and Mm -hmm. so my number one pick is the twilight princess reveal trailer at e3 in 2004 yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay so it's not your first oh this is great oh, so the reason it's my first it is it is not only is it one of my favorite tr- trailers um certainly i actually think that the breath of the wild trailer we just spoke about is even more artful and and and, and mm-hmm. better made but this twilight princess trailer was an experience and you can find it on youtube it's it's very googleable it's like in oh, low resolution oh. But anyways, I've been leading up to it enough. I'm kind of burying the lead here. Let's just go for it. Um, (laughs) Twilight Princess, as we all know, came out after The Wind Waker. And its it's art style was somewhat a direct comment on Wind Waker's art style. I actually personally like both. I support both. Though I am honest, I do admit that I was challenged by Wind Waker's art style when it first came out. So I was very excited for Twilight Princess's um, art style. So this The Lord of the Rings had already come out. You know, there was like people were kind of into the high fantasy. The high medieval fantasy was very thick in our culture at this point in, yes. in the early 2000s. And this trailer, actually a little bit like the Breath of the Wild trailer, the first couple shots don't show much. There's a hill. There's a sunset. Then slowly some, I think they I think they were Bokoblins or Bokoblins, however you like to say it, started Bokoblins. coming over the hill. And, you know, I, I've always accidentally said Bokoblins because it sounds like goblins, but it's Bokoblins. <laughs> Nevertheless, um, you're absolutely right. Um, they start coming over the hill, and then we start getting more and more action. We see Link on a horse. We see Link doing sword fighting on a horse. The music is swelling. Then we basically see what we know now to be a Goron possessed, but it basically looks like a Balrog slamming down and, and fighting Link. This was <laughs> such an experience. The graphics for what it needed to be at the time, the graphics were so exhilarating. It was so exciting to watch this. It was like everything for me, and I think many Zelda fans felt this way, every single thing we ever imagined any Zelda game to be how it, mm. they felt was like in the graphics of this game was in this game was happening in this game all the epicness all yep. the all the adventure all of it was there and then my last thing I want to say is that I, I the reason I really wanted to set this up is it being an experience is because there was an audience of a couple hundred people watching this trailer and Reggie kind of announces it they play it they watch it you can see the you can hear if you ever watch this clip you can hear when hundreds of reporters figure out they're watching a Zelda trailer and they erupt, they erupt. They're just cheering and screaming. It's almost almost as loud as the trailer on stage. And then they're, they're just cheering, cheering, cheering. Link puts his sword in his 
in his what is it sheath but anyway um and then they fade the graphic the the image to Miyamoto Miyamoto holding a shield and a sword he's in the same position and then he holds the swords up live on stage everyone in that room lost their mind it was that's why I think it has to be number one for me it's 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 almost a highlight in Zelda fandom as far as I'm concerned Mm -hmm. I I I have rewatched that scene like more than 10 times I'd say um (laughs) i've been told i've been told on numerous occasions how exciting it was at that time and um i gotta say uh looking back at that trailer and just the reactions to it um for one thing i definitely throw it as an honorable mention here on our list for our side um personally i was a huge fan of twilight princess growing up but i i was never i was never really into zelda by when that's by the time that trailer came out um Uh. And just looking at it in contrast to how the game aged today, that that just it just speaks a lot for itself. Like there's a lot of this um there's this level of, I guess, a following towards uh what that trailer had compared to the final copy of the game. A lot of beta elements and whatnot. Um, but just like overall, um I've rewatched that one reaction video and just I kind of wish I was there to experience it. The way that you describe yeah. everything, I kind of just wish I was in that audience there. But just even just sitting here at home watching it, I just feel the chills from the audience cheering uh, from that one moment that Link raises his sword while on horseback, um, yep. or you know the Miyamoto transition at the end. Um, that was really really cool. I wasn't there, but I did watch the stream, and I remember yeah. equally like losing my mind over it. <laughs> And so it's, it's, you know, I know some people love Twilight Princess, some people hate it. I'm not here to discuss that. I do enjoy it. I, I like just about every single Zelda game. But the way Nintendo handled that trailer and the way they, yeah. they delivered it is, yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's artful. It was amazing. Yeah. Oh, and to throw some icing on the cake there, um, it played the same music as that one Ocarina of Time trailer that we uh, <gasps> mentioned. Seriously? In the first half. Yes. Conan the Barbarian. <laughs> they played That's it. That's awesome. The same music on the N64 trailer. The same music on a Wind Waker commercial. I forget which one it was. Um, and the same music that was played on the Ocarina of Time 3D trailer. This well, was like it. this was like the like this was the love letter to you know Ocarina of Time fans. You know, I think I think you're onto something there. Yeah, I've been talking about it a lot, so I don't want to start up a whole nother thread here. But you're right. <laughs> when we saw that trailer, it's what playing Ocarina felt like when we were kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it hit all those notes. You're absolutely right. But then you just hit a new peak at this point after seeing that trailer. <laughs> In a lot of ways, I mean, for me, Breath of the Wild did the same thing. For me, running around mm-hmm. in Breath of the Wild as a player makes me feel how I felt when I was a kid playing Ocarina. You know what I mean? I, I Breath yeah. of the Wild is fully, totally satisfying for me. But anyway, I digress. Now, um, <laughs> I guess you're probably no. wondering what our uh, top one, our you know, I, our very top trailer would be. I think I will not disagree. I can't wait. I have no idea. I can't <laughs> wait to hear what your number one is. Um, you know what? I'll, I'll give Dakota the honors of um, announcing this. So... This trailer is not only the best Zelda trailer, I think this is the greatest uh, video game trailer of all time. <laughs> oh my god, I cannot wait. I'm on, I'm on the edge of my seat. It's an insane feat, but I'll just say it. The Breath of the Wild trailer from the Nintendo Switch presentation, I believe in 
January of that year. January 2017. Um, this trailer, I think it, it was really just to to show that it, it to announce that it was coming to the Switch, right? It was, but it's it's a it's, it's a more cinematic trailer than the previous ones. It opens up with the water, almost the same as the previous one we discussed, but it does have a little bit more eerie music in the background. You see a little more birds tragic. flying. You see more landscape shots of places that we haven't seen yet, um, which kind of shows off the variety of land that you'll be exploring in Hyrule, which is somewhat unheard of in previous games. Yeah. Um, and then it kind of gets silent again without much music. You go into the more naturey. Um, and then the music starts to swell again as they reveal the Master Sword in its pedestal in front of the Great Deku Tree. Yes. Um, with just the flute in the background. I, I'm so sorry to interrupt, but I actually like welled up when I, I remember this trailer. Now it's all coming back to me. I welled up <laughs> when they showed that Master Sword and it just went with the flute. It was hard for me not to like almost cry every single time I watched it in those early days. Yeah, because probably, probably before that, you've never seen it in... I would guess such beauty, you could say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we only saw very like brief shot of it in the other the 2016 trailer too. This was like a full blown like a, this was a good solid few seconds. And then they immediately go into the pan up landscape shot. You could call oh, it the oh, Breath oh. of the Wild shot, but it isn't in the same location with just the drums in the background going the camera going right past Link panning around him with some chorus music yeah. into yeah and again they punch you in the face with some music <laughs> um there's no other way to describe it they punch you in the face with some music um yeah 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 in, in fact it's it, it's such a strong audio cue that i remember some speakers like they kind of peek out once in a while when you play it mm -hmm. <laughs> yep and then they only do that like peak for maybe 10 seconds and then they go back to piano just calm piano which is where we hear Impa talk yes. about the history of Hyrule, something, something. I, I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, the history of Hyrule is actually the history of Calamity Ganon or whatever she says. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is where they introduce Calamity Ganon. We get a name yep. drop um, and where people can theorize out of that. But then um, it, gets, it gets crazier from that point on. There. And then somehow <laughs> they elevate it from what they just previously showed you yeah, with yeah. just more epic music and probably my favorite piece of music in the entire zelda series <laughs> with action different gameplay elements you can see that there's elemental elements you can mess around with time there's uh, you know there's so much champions going on. <laughs> the divine beasts all the all these yeah. brand new characters yeah. and then they eventually show a lot I mean, wow this actually goes on for a long time <laughs> almost um, too much to, almost too much to take in there <laughs> yeah this the trailer it has like axe to it. There's like swells and, and crescendos exactly. and there's axe to it. That's the a perfect way of describing it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, right in the middle of act two and three, essentially. <laughs> they go back. Oh, I to love the, that part. They go back to the pianos. Yeah. And you hear um, uh, the king. I forget his name. King um, Rome. Yeah. Well, it was first yeah, yeah, Daruni, uh You basically hear the king. Um, it sounds like he's talking to Link, but he's also just talking to the player. And he says, right. I We're think you are now ready <laughs> to hear what happened 100 years ago. The which completely out. destroys everything you thought about the Zelda series. And it just uh, 
just pans out to the world you're about to explore. Massive I can't say, world of Hyrule. Oh my gosh. This trailer is so good. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I remember, I remember get, this one. They get That's more the... to a peak. There's like a, the peak of the music gets to like 252 in the trailer. It's just the most hype stuff I've ever seen. And then they still <laughs> go all the way down to the emotional moments at the very end. Well, it's not even it. there. It's like even part, like even right before the ending, there was that one piece of, uh, there's one, that one um, piano bit. And then you actually see Zelda crying. Oh, yeah. yes. Oh, yes. And then and right like... back into the action. I don't understand how they can do this, man. <laughs> they, I don't know how they go from such emotional lows to such like hype highs in, and, the, in, in the span of like two seconds. And do that consistently like five times over. They yeah. really do. You're right. They really do. Man, yeah, they're whipping back and forth all over the place. Um, because, okay, so what is it? So Zelda is, because Breath of the Wild itself is so serene, but also so epic, that maybe that's why they are able to do that in the trailers. Yeah, I think, maybe. well, also they had the, the pre-rendered cutscenes, which were, I think they were pre-rendered, right? Uh, yes, pre-rendered. Yeah, they were pre-rendered cutscenes. But they could awesome. mix that into it, um, and for some reason it worked. <laughs> Yeah, that was a, that was I, for a second. I you know some of that blurred into some of the other trailers, my memories of other trailers. But it's 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 coming back to me now, and I know I, I googled it here real quick as well, and I remember this thing really. Yeah, this gets your heart racing. This gets your heart rate <laughs> heart racing, and you're ready to go. Yeah, I, I really like high energy trailers, not just like da 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 da. Here's a logo. So yeah. boring. <laughs> no, don't give me that. Give yeah. me this insane. Give me. Give me a heart. <laughs> Give me a heart yeah, and, and also it. be cry multiple multiple times over. Yeah. Like I've gone to this trailer, I've gone back to this trailer so many times. And this is like <laughs> this is the this is the type of editing like I want to get to where you have I guess the perfect amount of music. Mind you, they can make the custom music, so it's not that impressive. Like I can I can hear I can hear you smiling, Devin, in your voice. It's just nuts. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <It's so true>. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of the main reasons I wanted to talk about this, uh, this topic in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I've mentioned that this is like one of the greatest trailers of all time in previous podcast episodes that we've done, um, yep. but not to this extent. And I love it. I, I got to say, like, I don't believe there is any other trailer, like video game trailer out there that has captured this type of vibe. Um, I mean, if, if you got if, if anyone can give us examples, sure. but. There has been like no significant video game trailer that has captured this level of emotion, um, all these ups and downs, and just massively overwhelming us, basically. And it's also not really giving anything away, is it? Like, there's little tidbits here and there, but you don't know what's going on in that game. But you kind of are starting to get a sense. You know what I mean? It's it's yeah, yeah. These are great points. It is a well-made trailer for sure. The fact that at the time this released, they used these are all flashback scenes. Like nobody knew yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> like that could have been the straight game, and nobody would have known. I got the first time I played Breath of the Wild. I got the flashbacks in a really super dramatic uh, order by accident. You know, because it is technically a little. It's random how you find them or whatever, mm-hmm. and not random, but you know, it's based on your play experience. And it was epic the way I got the flashbacks. Like I saw Zelda happy but then she was sad and then 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 i saw the coronation and i was like wait why are why is it bad again and then i didn't actually get the whole like it's all my fault scene until almost three quarters through the game it was Mm -hmm. by accident my experience with those flashbacks were really really 
um, well received. So I, I remember feeling to me, it almost, they almost didn't feel like flashbacks. They did just feel like part of the story. But anyway. Yeah, I'm hoping for Tears of the Kingdom for another one of these masterfully made trailers. I, it, I would call this one the cinematic trailer. We haven't got, yeah. really got a cinematic trailer. There's no, teasers of gameplay. And I'm just waiting for this. Give me another one. That's a really good point. We haven't gotten, I mean, maybe finally when the, you know they released. Well, I, I well, think... I think what's been going on with Tears of the Kingdom is I th- I know, you know, I think it's taking longer than Nintendo anticipated. I think it's probably taking longer for everybody who's working on that game longer than they yeah. anticipated. And also, I think they kind of, you know, they're they're using the same engine as Breath of the Wild. And the last time yeah. IG and Numa did that, he did it with Majora's Mask using Ocarina of Time's engine. And they, they turned that one around in a year and they had to reuse a bunch of assets. So maybe they thought, ah... We'll use the same engine. We can build so much more. We'll keep on moving. But I'm sure that they uncovered. They have uncovered so many interesting game design options and, and things that they can do with the game that they just mm-hmm. keep pushing it back. So I think that has informed. Maybe we can pull this full circle. I think that has informed the trailer experience for Tears of the Kingdom a little bit because oh. maybe sometimes Nintendo doesn't really know how much they can say, how much will change, won't change, or if they do put too much hype out there, Will the audience wait another two years or will they be disappointed? So it's had to be just little drips here and there because if you release something, you know, we were we were speaking, I don't know if it was in the first half over on AZP or if it was in the first be- beginning of this half, but I think the three of us were kind of spiraling, spiraling around the idea of um, some games that get released late. Maybe it's not for the better. And I think sometimes those games, because they get so overhyped, in the beginning that they can't quite deliver. So I feel, and there's a very, very long way of saying this, but I feel like I would guess if I had to, that Nintendo's stepping real light and stepping real easy with Tears of the Kingdom, just giving us a few things once in a while. And so now that they have an actual release date and as they get more confident with hitting that release date, I really truly hope we do get like a big old epic trailer like you're speaking to. Now, the well, I guess to follow that up, when's, when do you guess, when do you think this is going to come by this uh, cinematic trailer so if i so if they're doing what is it maybe three months maybe three months before maybe it's like november or something maybe it's before it's coming in may so i think it comes um, out in may comes out in may so february march oh in a march or february so one of the things nintendo likes to do and they have they're not doing it for tears of the kingdom here but they love to release trailers in early november so that Mm -hmm. when family members get together literally get together during all the different holidays that they may or may not have they can speak about those trailers and speak about those releases. And um, and then the sales will happen later. That's that's Nintendo often leans into that strategy. So we haven't, I mean, I guess the closest we've gotten is this kind of more recent Tears of the Kingdom trailer. But anyway, I don't know. Well, there is the Game Awards coming up in December, early December. There, maybe something happens there. And unlike December, January, most- February, March, April, May, that's still five months out. Hmm. Yeah. Unlike most Nintendo games, I think Breath of the Wild has definitely made a huge presence in that show and it might be like the only exception and it might actually make an appearance there i mean not yeah. to mention it literally one game of the year yeah <laughs> but the wild game yeah. of the year <laughs> i don't have the data for this but there's there's reports out there I've, I've just taken this in over the decades or whatever that there's like there's some kind of psychology to having something if something is i guess we could just say like if a trailer comes out for something a movie or a game and it's within yeah. a three or four month window that it's like exactly the um, right emotional timing for people to want to purchase it. Now, that's not the end all be all, but there is something to be said for that. Yeah, you want some marketing yeah. in between with also pre-orders usually go out between three months or mm-hmm. three to four months before the game comes out. Yeah, yeah. I can true. totally see a February date, I think. 
of when we get a Nintendo Direct generally. Um, and then we'll probably yeah. get the final trailer for the game. Here's hoping. Oh, just to, just to recap. So my five were Link's Awakening trailer for Switch, uh, first Tears of the Kingdom trailer for, for, for Switch. Yeah. Yep. Um, Zelda 64 for Nintendo 64, Ocarina of Time. First Breath of the Wild trailer, which is we realized was actually kind of the second. And then Twilight Princess trailer. Ours would be uh, Ocarina of Time 3D trailer from E3 2011. Um, Cance of Hyrule trailer from... I think uh, February, March 2019. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom from E3 2021. Um, Breath of the Wild's 2016 trailer, and then followed by Breath of the Wild's 2017 trailer. Love um, it. Now, I guess just to quickly run over this, uh, do you have any honorable mentions you'd like to bring up? The only honor- honorable mentions I had were the other technically demo, tech demo, demo reels that, I, but I mm-hmm. kind of brought them up in conversation. Um, but I know you have a few others, uh, Nathan, that you okay. might have, because I think you had like a whole list of 10. Uh, yeah, I did create a, a yeah, there was a, there was a bit of a top 10 list I had created here. Uh, what were some, just real quick, what were, if I may, what were some of the others that you had on that list? So I got Skyward Sword from E3 2011. That's the one that played Ballad of the Goddess. Um, yeah. I got the Twilight Princess E3 2005 trailer. That was when they were like close to finishing the game and... Uh, they played like that dramatic music. And then my next one here, my last honorable mention would be Hyrule Warriors Age Calamity from September 2022. Uh, this one particularly was an honorable mention to me because it was shadow dropped in the midst of some content drought. Like we were coming through the pandemic yeah. and then, um, you know, suddenly Nintendo comes out of nowhere and like, like we were like, what is this game? Is this like a Breath of the Wild prequel or something? I uh, had crazy music and it had tidbits of, you know, prequel cutscenes. Uh, mm-hmm. What do you expect? It brought on so many questions and we were like, this game's going to hold us over for Breath of the Wild 2. Uh, fast forward two months and people are saying this game's not going to hold me over for Breath of the Wild 2. <laughs> <laughs> when I, I remember the first time I went into that first, like, kind of high rule, literally the first level of the game. And yeah. um the first time I went in there and you're doing all your normal warrior stuff, but I yeah. kind of didn't want to do any of that. I just started walking around and looking at what Hyrule looked like a hundred years ago. Like, look, there oh, actually yeah. is a market. There actually is a marketplace in front of the great plateau. You can actually yeah. see all the doors. And I, I, I wanted, I just, I, I would like actively not play the game and just go around <laughs> and look at stuff. And, and that was satisfying enough for me. <laughs> yeah. I have to admit I did that too. Dakota, I guess, um, well, I guess Dakota didn't really enjoy that game. Uh, <laughs> nope. <of> nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was not a game for everyone. Um, but I'm guessing Dakota also has uh, a bit of some honorable mentions here and there. Uh, I don't, actually. We kind of covered all the ones that were would be on my top ten. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, uh, thank you, David, for coming on the show and discussing the top ten Zelda trailers. Um, where can people find the Another Zelda podcast? <laughs> the Another Zelda podcast, I love it. Yeah, um, <laughs> that happened. That happened on uh, Hello Hyrule a, a few episodes ago. They were saying something like, "Oh yeah," and then I heard on uh, Another Zelda podcast that this is, and it like totally fit into the sentence. And I remember <laughs> hearing that, and I remember thinking, "Nailed it! We nailed it!" <laughs> like with the name. <laughs> no, no, no. 
the joke was the joke was when Kate and I wanted to start the show, there already were about eight or nine other Zelda podcasts out there. So we thought, well, let's not take ourselves too seriously. We're not a comedy show, but like, let's just be honest about it. And hey, we're another one. But anyway, yes, uh, people can find the Another Zelda podcast at <laughs> anotherzeldapodcast.com where we have all of our episodes. We have a bunch of blog writers that twice a month we have blogs written there and um, there's a whole team of writers. You can go to our YouTube page, Another Zelda Podcast, uh, whatever. Just Google Another Zelda Podcast on Facebook and YouTube and all the things, and you'll find it. However, on Twitter, we are Another Zelda Pod. And on Instagram, we are Another Zelda Podcast. We're on all the different, we're on the Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts and Spotify. And that's that. If people are interested in finding me personally, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Raptor Paint. Raptor, like Velociraptor, R-A-P-T-O-R-P-A-I-N-T. It's a strange, it's a strange screen name, and it it was birthed out of a weird joke about what the sequel to Mario Paint would be like 10 years ago, and I'm running with it. Well, and anyways, if I may, then just thank you so much for having me on the show. This was an absolute blast. I love that you're I love your choice to celebrate Zelda for an entire month, and I love how you're bringing other members from the community in, and it's just really great, and I'm so pleased to be a part of it. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for thank you for joining us. And also, cool. thank you for inviting us to your podcast as well. I know, it was kind of fun. It was weird. It was like we threw a party and then we just picked the party up and went to the other house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if anybody is listening to this podcast episode and wants to uh, hop over to the other ones, a uh, little bit different order. But uh, yeah, you can go ahead and do that. Uh, it'll all be in the description below. Check out our other Zelda Month content all month long on our YouTube channel. We'd love it if you could follow us on Twitter and listen to future episodes on Spotify and iTunes. Join our community Discord server to continue today's discussion. And we'll see you next time on the Switch Licks podcast.